what it is, yo. What's up? Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Southern Miss to the top. I know y'all said it at once. We're gonna touch on Art Brows, the rock that Art built. Uh, we're gonna talk about uh, Doc Siler and the big game against LaTeX. It's big for us. It may not be for them because they're undermanned, but it's still huge. And maybe Alvin Kamara pulls up. He said it'd be lit. And we're gonna talk about National Signing Day. And this class reminds me of a class that uh, pretty much set us, got us to where we are after going through Ellisville. That's be winless. Um, appreciate y'all for tuning in. And uh, let's hop into it, Reagan. Please tell me what is up in Hattiesburg, <laughs> Southern Miss and our brows. Oh man, well nothing anymore. Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of been crazy. I think, oddly enough, uh, the dust has kind of settled. Today was definitely a crazy day, at least in in terms of social media. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of unknown fans came out of the woodwork um, the last two days and. Uh, everybody's kind of making their their case for why he should or shouldn't get the job or even be interviewed for that matter. I mean, I think a lot of people have a problem with simply talking to the guy. So, what are you saying on that? Um, <laughs> I, I see both sides. So, um, I think you know the the university's official answer. I think was basically with it being an ongoing investigation they thought it was best that they didn't make the hire um which which i completely respect i think i mean that's that's very reasonable um the last thing you want to do is make this hire with the kind of pushback they've gotten and then you know six months into the job art riles is in court or in jail or not allowed to coach you know for one reason or another so I'm, I, I, I agree with the university's point, but I also, on the other side of it, I see Jay Hobson's point of view. Um, he's got not a ton of resources, you know. He, he's got the, I think, one of the smaller budgets to deal with in the conference, uh, the smallest, actually. And uh, on top of that, he has no AD. Um, and... Now, you know, he probably feels like maybe Bennett doesn't trust him or he doesn't have that autonomy to to make decisions for his staff, which, you know, most coaches get. Um, But, you know, again, this was one of those situations where you kind of understand why Bennett would want that to be run by him first or him at least be included in the process. I mean. Art Riles is, you know, he's a very controversial figure. Um, now, you know, I, based on what I've found, um, I don't know that I get the outrage. I mean, that's the culture we live in now. Everybody's, you know, quick to to want to ruin someone's career. Um, but you know, there's a lot out there that says maybe Art Browse wasn't as involved, you know, as, as the media wants to, to portray it, or maybe, um, 
he he will be exonerated. So it's it's just it's it's a very complicated issue. There's no, I don't think anybody's wrong. That was stated today in a in a podcast I was listening to. And I think that was a really great point. Was no one's really wrong, you know? I I mean, Jay Hobson is the real deal. I really think he believes in second chances. Uh, the issue here is, you know, we don't even know if this was a second chance. How do we know, you know? I mean, Baylor paid him $15 million out of court. You know, he took him to court. He tried to sue him for wrongful termination, um, and they settled out of court. I don't think you pay $15 million to a guy that you have good cause to fire. Um, Very good point. You know, and, and it's all speculation. I mean, I'm just going by random news articles I found or that have been tweeted. Um, I did read the letter that Baylor wrote, basically exonerating him. Um, there are multiple people on the staff that have gotten jobs. Um, his son is at Florida State. and He's in hot water as of today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the saga continues. but um, yeah. and, and, I mean, you, you look at that example right there. I mean, there was a lot of kickback, you know, I think from him. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know if it's a P5, G5 thing, but... You know, you look at the comment sections and there's a lot of contrast there. You know, Art Bryles is, um, you know, he's a criminal. He enabled all kinds of terrible things to happen. Uh, whereas, right. you know, Kendall Bryles, uh, maybe maybe his numbers weren't so great, so we shouldn't hire him, uh, which is pretty crazy. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I see the controversy in it, but um, there, there seems to be a little bit of a double standard in my opinion, but I won't go there. It's a different conversation. <laughs> uh, but but I think, you know, I don't think we're making a bad move here. I just, I think where a lot of really diehard Southern Miss fans are upset by this is the fact that people that aren't vested in any way to the program kind of had an impact on the decision. That's my greatest issue as well. I, I feel like once national media the fine bombs and the money joneses of the world got a hold of it they really made it difficult for southern miss to go against the grain because mm-hmm. i feel like if we could have um done an interview and i made a statement let the storm pass and let signing day was today darian ely he signed with the uh, old miss that was that would have led today's news cycle um, because it's National Signing Day and, and there are more important things in college football than than current hirings and I, I feel like uh, Southern Miss really they, you're right they didn't do anything wrong by uh, not hiring but I do feel like this has made a um, made the division between Dr. Bennett and Jay Hobson um, a very visible thing like we see mm-hmm. there's division from uh, administration and the athletic department. Well, yeah. And I mean, if, if for Hobson, who has said probably five words in the media since he got hired here to issue a statement on his own outside of like kind of the Southern Miss official whatever, um, I, I truly believe this isn't an isolated disagreement between the two. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, and and again, like I said, I mean, you've got to look at, look at his resources. There are none or not many, There's not a lot of resources. So 
you know, you're, you're asking this guy to win with no money, no AD. You know, he tries to make a hire and the president steps in um, and basically nixes it. So I just, I see all sides. Um, I think, I think at the end of the day, you know, you also have to consider who, who maybe the victims were at, at Baylor during that time. And, you know, you, right. you obviously want to be considerate of them. Um, and, and that's where I've kind of tried to, to be fair and objective and not put winning football games over, you know, abuse essentially. Right. Uh, so it's just a really tricky situation. It's just, you know, you, I, I don't want it to turn into an argument where, um, you know, you've got guys or, or people saying, well, if you're for Art Riles getting hired, then you don't care about sexual assault. I, I don't I don't know of anyone that was open to the idea of hiring this guy that would be okay with it if they knew for sure that he contributed to that that atmosphere. I know I wouldn't. I mean, I, I don't want that on campus. I, I, I don't want that one bit. Um, and I, I believe if, if they find that he enabled that and knew it and went out of his way to cover it up, I think he should be in big trouble big trouble you know I definitely agree as well uh, so you know in a nutshell I, I I don't really take a side I think Dr. Bennett made the decision for the university you know I don't think it was selfishness or maybe a little fear involved but but overall I think he made a decision that he thought was best for the school and I think Hobson was doing the same thing I think he made a decision that was best for what he's paid to do and that's win and to be honest if if we were to hire art riles we would we would win um a lot yeah he's a, he's a great coach um a whole lot of fun to play for especially as a receiver uh, i would have loved to play in his offense um, and just think about the, the talent that he was able to get into Waco, Texas. Uh, yeah. Like the Kendall Wrights. Where is he now? He's not in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But he was able to make him one of the premier receivers in the in the nation yep. during his time at late in Baylor. Um, now, I do have a question. Okay. Do you believe that the, the outcry that we saw when Greg Schiano was temporarily hired at Tennessee – kind of was in the back of Dr. Bennett's and some of the staff's mind? Um, you just, I mean, if you mean like from a precedent standpoint. Yeah, did I, that set the precedent for? I don't think so because I, and and I have the, I know a lot more about the Art Riles situation than I do his, but okay. I mean, I what happened at Baylor, you know, as as they're being accused was was pretty horrible um Mm -hmm. so i i you know outside of maybe jerry sandusky i don't i don't know what precedent there is um i think the university just you know i i I think they kind of just looked at the situation that was in front of them and said you know what are the pros and cons of hiring what are the pros and cons of of not hiring this guy and um the, the thing is, uh, you know, if, if we don't hire this guy, the, I, I think the, the loyal fans are still going to be loyal. Um, That's very true. 
Now, if Dr. Bennett gets mad about Jay Hobson making a public comment about disagreeing with him and fires him, that that's not going to go over very well. Um, you know, I, that is with the loyal thing. Yes, correct. yeah, your your donors and your your Eagle Club members, your season ticket holders. I just I I think that would be the wrong move. I think Bennett. The best thing he can do right now is maybe issue a statement and say, look, I respect his right. I understand he's dealing with some frustrating circumstances, but we just felt that this was important enough that we had to overrule him and we move on from it. Um, My going on to who would be next, I think Walden, Scotty Walden is, is kind of the next guy up in everyone's mind. Which isn't a bad hire. I mean, he's a young, motivated coordinator. I've actually talked to him just once. Not trying to name drop, but I've talked to him once. Uh, awesome. Man. Really impressive guy. Like, he's, I think he's going to be very successful. Um, What's his resume? Do what? His resume? What, where, what are some stops he's made before now? I'm not sure. Where? I don't know. Um, okay. I know he's a great recruiter. He's very energetic he is like the anti shannon dawson um (laughs) the dude you just that's he loves talking football one of those guys and that has always been a successful recipe for southern miss that's how larry fedora was you know Uh, and everybody was drawn to it and and walton's a young guy i mean he's i think he's got a great future so that would be a hire that i think they could go to and it would be kind of a damage control hire too. You know, it's a guy that everybody, up until Art Browse was in the picture, everybody's talking about Scotty Walden. So right. uh, I, I think that would be probably the route we go. He'd be cheap. You know, he's he's recruited for us. He knows the guys. There's some continuity there. Um, I, I mean, I don't I don't know who all Coach Hop is is connected with. Uh, sounds like he's got a lot of connections, um, but th- this I think would be a good hire for USM. I agree. So, um, moving on from the Southern Miss fiasco, if you want to call it that, do you believe there would have been an issue if um, if Nick Saban had hired Art Browse as like a offensive? quality control assistant um because that is almost like a rehab staff for person for uh, yeah um <laughs> put me on the spot here but i'm going to answer that honestly uh it's a p5g5 uh, question I, I i think nick saban has a longer leash he's a winner winning matters okay. i mean that's at the end of the day if you're a winner you know why why do why do why do collegiate and professional players that are you know all stars or all americans why do they get away with more than walk-ons because they're you know for lack of a better term worth the trouble sadler and how he's um revived reed green you know, people aren't sitting in the seats. He is uh, when at home. It's huge. Yeah, he. Uh, 
I think there's going to be a lot of people at the basketball game Saturday. Um, but just as someone who basically uh, camps out on Southern Miss Twitter every day and sees what people are saying, it's not because of him. Um, I think I think the, the true fans, um, and, and I've been a guy, I've not been to a game since I moved back, um, but I think the true fans really just... They see the effort the players are putting in, and you know they've had a few big wins. I mean, you, you beat Marshall by 50 points. That's you know that that'll build some excitement. Um, it helps when Alvin Kamara tweets that the game's going to be lit. Um, <laughs> I offered to buy him food at Keg and Barrel if he comes to the game. Take you up on it? I don't think he did. I don't think he's going to. Um, <laughs> so maybe next time, right? But. Uh, no, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be I think a really good game. That Southern Miss cannot lose this game. They can't lose. Uh, this will probably be the biggest crowd they have of the season, if not all year long. The rest of the year, I know there's not a ton of time left, but um, this mm-hmm. should be the biggest crowd they see all year at home. You can't lose. Um, also, Tech is very banged up. I think they're down to like eight guys on the bench right now. Um, eight eight playable players, I should say. Um, so you when when you finally build up all that anticipation and you get people buying in and wanting to come to the game, you gotta win. Um, if they don't if they don't win, I think we're just it's like I think everybody just falls right back out. So we we Man, it's important. I mean, we're stuck with Doc Sadler, I think, for a while. I don't like it. He's lost to William Carey twice. Um, he should. <laughs> you shouldn't lose to him twice. I get once, but twice is is unacceptable. But given what Southern Miss has been through this week, I'm going to show my support for the school. This isn't even necessarily me showing up to support the basketball team. I just, I, I think a lot of fans are kind of caught in the middle of Bennett and Hobson right now, and um, you know, I mean, it, it's it's worth clarifying that. I don't think anybody would be okay with Art Browse stepping foot on campus if if he did what they're saying he did. Um, I agree. At least not me. No, nah, I'm in that same boat with you, man. Like, if there was concrete evidence that he's guilty of aiding and abetting these, these guys, allowing them, enabling these guys to do what they were doing to these women, I don't, I don't even want to see him near college campus. Yeah, especially ours. I'm, I'm with you on People. that. I would even take it a step further and say if, if this is if this was so I guess covered up even at you know the, the administrative level I don't I don't know how you let Baylor to continue to have a program um, and I know a lot of people would say, well, if Penn State didn't get the death penalty, then, then how would Baylor? But correct me if I'm wrong, I think the Penn State situation was a little more tight-knit. I think it was more within the athletic department. I could be wrong. I've been, no, you're right. You're uh, right. Whereas it, it, from the sounds of this, this was like admini- this was athletic department and beyond that people knew this was going on. And if, if Art Bryles is so guilty that he can't ever coach again, then how do they even continue to have a program? I just, I believe 
All right, so he's been out of football for three years. And once this NCAA investigation's over, he's exonerated, then what would you have, will people have felt wrong for, for pretty much imposing a ban on him for three, maybe four or five years? No, uh, people don't have that kind of attention span. Not in this culture. I mean, I, you know, the way I see it, we could hire Art Bryles today, right now, and ESPN's going to talk about it for a couple days, and then next week they're talking about something else that people are outraged over. I just don't think we have the attention span for people to go back and say, man, Art Bryles was really done wrong. You know, nobody even, when was the last time you thought about Art Bryles before yesterday? very true um so no. he, he fell off the map i think he was in cfl for a moment yeah well they did the same thing we did they had actually pulled the trigger and hired him yeah they did they actually hired um, his and then i guess fired him i don't know if you get fired if you know you haven't even started yet that's like worse than getting fired on your day off but um <laughs> yeah i no, I, I, I don't think I think our brows if, if, if he's exonerated then we'll just we'll only hear about him if he gets another big name job I didn't think Southern Miss was a big name job man do what <laughs> I didn't think Southern Miss was a big name job well obviously it's big enough because ESPN cares so but they don't care about Hugh Freeze and Ian McCaw being at Liberty together I guess uh, not. I guess being the former AD of Baylor, yeah. that's my. I think that's where my frustrations lie, man. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's on. a lot of people that were involved with that that have jobs now. I say a lot, maybe everyone, except for Hart Riles. And yeah, he's, you know, there's a letter. There's 15 million dollars in the bank account. Um, I, I don't know. That's uh. You know, it's something that this investigation, I guess, will have to to reveal is what was his involvement. I know there's going to be a lot of angry Southern Miss fans that won't forget about this if he is exonerated. And, you know, that that's why I think overall the university made a good choice. I don't necessarily want it to have worked out this way, but I still think it's a good choice. Um, I think it's it's safe for us to say the investigation is still going on let's not risk it i'm okay with that i I think that's 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 sensible i just at the same time i've done research you know i think a lot of people have and you see these articles where the school writes them a letter saying that you know we found no evidence of you doing x y and z but yet we can't hire him. So I think everybody overall had good intentions. It's just just the culture we live in now. The court of public opinion, man. Yep. So how do you, how do you think our, our signing class stacks up? So do you, on, do you like it? Because well, we, we did have the early signing period where most of the guys yeah. signed. So I think our signing class maybe on paper, it's never sexy when you sign a bunch of offensive lineman but I would I would be willing to bet that no other signing class at least in the conference will address the issues like ours will I mean we 
I think we added over 2,000 pounds of offensive linemen. Uh, we got a kid that's like six seven, six eight from Orlando, Florida. He's huge. I think he originally committed to Miami out of high school um, mm-hmm. and then went to play junior college. Uh, we got a lot of size, um, which I don't know if they're going to be very fast, but if you lack speed, you got to be big, right? At least up front. So Very true. I think our class is going to is going to pay off big time. I think Hobson got the best class he could have for what we needed to replace. Um, I think a guy like Scotty Walden calling the plays, hopefully from the booth where he can actually see the field, um, will will do wonders. Um, you know, I, I think given everything that's gone on, I don't think anybody is still, I don't think anybody's upset that Shannon Dawson left. If that tells you anything. <laughs> I don't think anybody cares. No. But this this class really reminds me of, I think it was like Munkin's second year, uh, his second r- recruiting class where he solidified our offensive line and he was going for the big, heavy, mauler guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And this is what this class kind of reminds me of. We're, we're really setting a foundation for, uh, for dominating the conference because – Southern Miss once had the resources to be the Alabama of this area because of the Pine Belt area where there's a lot of country mm-hmm. thick guys out there just pushing people over. Yep. But uh, now we're so cute These uh, with the air raid offense. You don't really have a need for those guys, but I do feel like uh, we will get back to running the ball well. Yeah, I mean, you got Steven Anderson back there who is as physical of a runner as you'll see anywhere. Um you know, okay. I, I hate to say this, but it is the truth. There's, he's not SEC fast, but he's about as strong as they come. Um, and if he has a good line, he, he, he can find the hole. I saw him run a few times, and, and this kid's a sophomore this year. I mean, he's still young. He's still adapting to, to Division One speed. Um, he's, he's a physical runner. He's a guy, you know, on in short yardage situation that. I would say at least at, at the Conference USA level, he's he's going to have a pretty good conversion right there. So um, quarterback situation gets a little tricky just because you don't know who's going to be running the offense next year. You don't know what kind of style they're going to implement. But um, I think if you can get an O-line that can buy the quarterback time, I think Jack has to be the guy. Um, much better passer than Tate. Uh, but Tate is very mobile. And that, that can come in handy. Very so um, I got to see him play in high school when I was living down there. Kid is sick. I mean, he's he runs. He's a very smart runner. Uh, if he can figure out his passing game, he's the next guy up. But I just think right now Abraham might still kind of have the edge. But again, I don't know what kind of offense we'll be running next year. So it's hard to say who's going to be the quarterback. But um yeah, the run the running game I think is going to play a huge part. It's going to have to. I mean, you you look last year we had no running game, and you know it's the difference between a six win and a nine win season. It's true. Well, Reagan, I think we touched on everything, man. I appreciate you for hopping on the pod. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me, man. Sorry for all the mouth breathing in between my my takes. <laughs> No, dog. I was doing the same thing, man. I breathe my mouth open. It's no big deal. Adios. All right. Later.
appreciate y'all for listening to Real Talk Sports. We're going to get back at it in a couple of days, right after this trade deadline in the NBA. Man, the moves have already been crazy. Let's see where everyone lands. Appreciate y'all.